Hey friend, before we get to the episode, I have a free gift for you today. Do you want to start a podcast, but maybe you feel like it's probably too expensive, it's too confusing, and too time-consuming? Well, you need my podcast equipment guide. It's the five things I could not record my podcast without, and they all cost less than $100. I'll talk to you with direct links of what to buy about the physical podcast equipment, podcasting softwares, hosting, and more, all in this free guide. It's everything you need to feel ready to start a podcast today. So go get it at elizabethmccravey.com slash record. Now here's the episode. Hey guys, I'm Elizabeth McCravey, a website designer and business coach for entrepreneurs and your host for the Breakthrough Brand Podcast the show that's all about pulling back the curtain on how to actually build a successful business. I don't skim the surface around here. If you want a deep dive into the nitty gritty details of what it takes to run a successful business and stand out in a crowd, you're in the right place. After creating a multiple six-figure-a-year website design business in my 20s, I'm ready to share everything I've learned and everything I'm still learning because I believe the keys to building a thriving business should never be a secret. Here you'll find episodes that are actionable, direct, and fun, like French chatting business over coffee and a fresh, honest take on the reality of being an entrepreneur. If you're ready to master online marketing, branding, website design, mindset, and business strategy, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to build your breakthrough brand. Let's do this. Hi friends, we're here with part two of how to make more money in your service business right now. If you missed episode 154, go listen to that one too. You can listen to it after this one, but that episode has four more ways in addition to the four I'm sharing with you today that are ways to make more money in your business. And all of these ways are not too basic. It's stuff you might not be thinking of. And they're also ways though at the same time that are not going to cause you to have to reinvent the wheel, change your business model completely. And these ways don't involve adding a shop or trying to create a passive income source. It's just ways to increase your revenue as a service provider, doing what you are already doing right now, um, which I love, right? Just keep it simple. So here we go. I'm building on the four from episode 154 and adding four more for you now. And I'll go ahead and say on the front end of this episode, Booked Out Designer is open right now for enrollment. The things I'm telling you, I teach extensively in Booked Out Designer. I coach students on these things, and we talk about them in the Facebook group often, and they are just all throughout um, the nine modules that are in that course. So if you're a designer specifically and you want more help with this stuff, come join me in the course. I would love to welcome you in this week. And then for you, those of you who are not designers, stay tuned for more stuff on the podcast like this and also more courses this year from me that are going to help you grow your business like Booked Out Designer is helping designers grow theirs. So um, I'm excited about this and I'm recording this episode um, while Adam and Colin are out on a walk in our neighborhood, which hopefully means a less interrupted recording. Lately, when I've done podcasts, I keep doing them during Colin's naps and then he um, always, it's like he senses that I am podcasting and wakes up at the 30 minute mark. And then I'm like stopping and starting and stopping and starting the episode over and over again. So anyway, I'm hoping this one is one I'll just be able to record all the way through. Um, Yeah, excited to share this with you guys. So let's go into number one. All right, so I said let's go to number one, but really this is number five. So I'm going to count starting off from like we shared four in the last episode. Now we're on to number five on this one. So number five, 
update the pricing on your website. So of all of these eight tips I'm sharing between the two episodes, this is the most basic and obvious one of them all, but I can't like have this episode topic without saying this basically. So this one is to raise your prices Um, and raising your prices and it working is going to equal making more money. Yet, not enough people do this. So we often have hangups about whether or not we're worth the extra money, or we don't feel good enough to be charging as much as so-and-so, or we might feel like if we raise our prices and no one's going to book anymore. There's a lot of fear that happens with this that keeps us from doing it, or even just distraction sometimes. Like maybe you're just so in the thick of running your business that you have not edited your website in a year, and it still says your old pricing. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, I've just kind of been doing my thing, booking clients at this rate, um, and you just never edit it, right? So my advice is just to try it. Just try raising your prices and know you can always go back if you are not getting any bites. Um, You don't have to raise them and then like keep it there forever. I think sometimes we see this as like a way more monumental change than it has to be. Um, Yes, for something like a shop, changing your prices is a bigger deal. But you know, if you are a copywriter and you have a signature package and you go on your website and raise it by like $300 and a month goes by and your leads have significantly decreased and your bookings have decreased, you can go back and change it and reduce that, take that $300 off and bring it back to where it was. You know, um, it doesn't have to be a huge deal. Um, so I have a specific method for like how you reveal and how you share your pricing that I teach in book.designer. Um, so I'm not going to get into all that, but that does kind of relate to this tip and how easy it can be to just like change up your pricing. But basically you can show your initial estimated price in a variety of ways, whatever way works for you. Um, but that is like the first touch point for your clients, right? So it might be that that initial pricing or price range is on your website. It might be that it is in a brochure type thing that you're sending clients or you tell them on the discovery call, whatever it is, change that number, um, change it by a small percentage, change it by 200, $300, whatever feels comfortable to you and just try it and go back if your leads totally dry up. And something too with this, knowing if leads are drying up though means you need to pay attention to where leads are coming from and how many you are getting to begin with. So like we could change our prices and all of a sudden we feel like, oh my gosh, no one's reaching out to me. But in reality, you're only typically getting, you know, a few leads a week, let's say, but all of a sudden you feel like it's way bigger dip than it actually is. So you need to know your numbers a little bit here. I'm not super detailed. I don't think it's something to obsess over, but you need to have an idea so that you have something to compare to when your prices do go up to actually see, okay, am I truly getting less inquiries? Am I truly getting less? bookings or am I just like kind of paranoid because I made this change? Um, But yeah, this first one, number five is one that is a little more basic, but um, don't skip it. It's worth checking into. Okay. Number six, track where your leads are coming from, especially leads that book and do more of that. So I told you I'm not teaching ways to reinvent the wheel in these two episodes. And this is a great way to not only not reinvent the wheel, but also to simplify your marketing. Um, Turn what is working into like more stuff you're doing and stop on the stuff that's not working. It's really helpful. So know where your leads are finding you from. 
Is it Instagram? Is it a Facebook ad? Is it a referral from a specific person? Is it a Google search query? Is it from a Facebook group post, a hashtag you're using on Instagram, maybe a TikTok you did, like whatever it is, ask the question on your contact form, where did you find me? Um, Ask people to get specific with it. Um, It's so funny. I have people all the time in my contact form. It says like, where did you find me? Please be specific. And people will put the internet. And I'm like, of course you found me on the internet. What does that even mean? Um, I think a lot of times they mean Google search when they say that. But, you know, ask people to get specific. Um, and then look at the data among people who are answering on your contact form that question. And, like, actually look. Um, look at the people who were really great leads and be like, okay, where did they find me? Look at the people who were leads that booked and ask, where did they find me? Um, run some numbers on what's working and not working. So, like, for example, maybe right now you're spending all of your energy on TikTok making those or maybe you're spending so much time on Instagram trying to create reels and yet when you look at the data, there's no one booking from TikTok. Um, Or maybe you're over here feeling like Pinterest is not worth it, I should just give up. But then when you look at the data, you realize that two of your favorite clients from the past few months found you from a pin. Um, Or this is something that's always so good to pay attention to, but maybe there's a past client of yours who's constantly referring you and you you get tons of leads from them. Make sure you're staying connected to them. Maybe send them a thank you note and just tell them like, oh my gosh, I'm getting this client from you. Thank you. Um, So basically you want to do more of what's already working with your marketing, invest more time, energy, and money into that. And then you can watch more clients come in with less effort on your part, because by doing this, you can kind of ditch what's not working. So if you, let's say maybe you're trying a YouTube channel in addition to your podcast and you realize, okay, it's no one's even watching these, no one's booking from this, you get rid of it. Um, It can really help you simplify things and um, not only make more money, but get more time back. All right, number seven. I really love this one. Um, So start doing more education, um, more blogging on your own website, more posting on social media content that's going to help your ideal clients find you and want to work with you being a guest on podcasts, maybe it's even starting your own podcast or your own YouTube channel or some sort of content creation area. Doing this puts you in the driver's seat as an expert, which will help you book more clients in your service business. And it can also bring more clients your way through there just being another channel for people to find you. So for example, being a guest on a podcast means new people discovering you and what you do that might not have before. Like you're basically having that host is taking their audience and saying, look at this person, look at what they're doing. They're going to teach you this stuff. Now, maybe they want to work with you after that. So that opens up so many new opportunities for your business. Um, Social media posts with the right hashtag found by someone looking to hire someone like you is a great way to get more clients. It can open a lot of doors. This is a huge one, but having a blog post show up on Google or found on Pinterest easily that really helps you book more clients. Maybe it's a super great like lead gen type blog post that can be really helpful. And that's content creation. Um, And outside of the lead generation perks of more content creation, Being someone who creates educational content for your ideal client is going to help you with easier bookings, likely be able to charge a higher price point, and then also just having more people knocking on your door to get your services. Because again, guys, they're benefiting from the free content, which then will make them say like, okay, wow, this girl, her blog post, man, it really helped me understand my SEO problem. Um, I wonder how much better working with her for paid work will be when that blog post helps so much, right? 
it just really, really helps in this way. And then in addition to this, like, you know, I'm talking about all the ways this helps you make more money, but at least for me, creating content is so fun. Like it's seriously one of my favorite things I do in my business. And I'm sure many of you guys who create content can relate to that as well. But it's fun. It challenges your mind in a different way. And I think it helps you be a better service provider when you're like thinking about what are my ideal clients' problems and how can I help them solve it through something outside of the paid way to work with me. It's an interesting perspective and way to think about things that's really helpful. So that is number seven, start doing more education, whatever that looks like for you, whatever type of education draws you in and sounds fun. Okay, and the last one, I've really like flown through these more than I did on the first episode. The last one, this is number eight. And guys, we might have to do like a part three of this because I actually had three more I thought of that I cut to kind of keep this simpler. But I really like this one. This is another like kind of hidden gem one I feel like we don't think about enough. Pursue working with past clients on new projects. So the easiest new client to get is someone who is already a client. Um, When we think about things like customer acquisition, the easiest customer is someone who has already been a customer before. Um, That's the principle we often hear about like shops and larger retailers talking about is like lifetime customer value. And that applies too to our service business. So I'm going to use an example here of books just to try to, this this made sense in my head, so hopefully it makes sense to you guys. But thinking about books as an example. So for me, an author I really love is Leanne Moriarty. I hope I'm saying her last name right. She's the author of Big Little Lies, The Husband's Secret, um, Truly Madly Guilty. That's another one's really good. She writes really awesome books though. So let's say though, I pick up her book, Big Little Lies, after hearing about the HBO show. I read it. I love it. I'm a fan. But let's say that's her only book. That's her only work so far. That's the only thing she's created out there is this one book, Big Little Lies. Then after I've bought that book, I have basically maxed out what I can spend with her outside of buying a book for my friend or something like that. You know, maybe she creates a new way for me to spend with her by going on a book tour and doing a book signing in Nashville. And then I can go to that. But there's like, if it's just the one book, then after I've bought the book, I am maxed out on ways I can spend with her. Now, let's say she has more books, which is true. She actually has a lot of books. Then all of a sudden there are five or however many other like quote unquote events that I can spend with her on other opportunities to spend. I can buy her next book and then I can go to the book signing. And then, you know, maybe I watch the book that gets adapted into a movie, whatever it is. It's all all these different opportunities by basically giving me as someone who said I'm a fan who raised my hand and said I like this more opportunities to spend. So the easiest person for an author to get to buy their new book is someone who bought their last book and liked it. That's much easier than going out and finding new fans and new customers and you know, like I said, just use an author, a book as an example here. Um, I've been on a reading kick lately, so it's really on my mind. But this is true of your online business too. The easiest person to book is someone who has already booked with you and had a good experience. So my question for you here as you think about this one, what could you offer past customers to bring them back into the sphere of working with you? And I said I wasn't going to talk about adding new services here, but maybe it is a new service or maybe it's like a service you already have, but it's one that they'll need over and over again. So like, for example, if you're an accountant, if your 2020 tax client had a good experience, then they're going to come back right now for 2021 taxes. And that is a easy new client booking that is much easier than going out there and acquiring a bunch of new customers for this new taxes. Like hopefully you acquire some new ones, but the easiest like low-hanging fruit customer is the person who was with you the year before. 
If you're a coach, if your three-month coaching client um, had a ton of wins and breakthroughs, they are now the easiest person to sell on the next three months of coaching and selling to continue coaching versus going out and finding a new lead from scratch. Um, for designers like myself, say your client had a great experience with you on their website design. But now they have a new offer and they need another sales page. They are the easiest client to book for that. And with that, like thinking about designers specifically, like that might technically feel like a new service, but it's just continuing the website design. So it might be that like on your website, you're not advertising that you do sales pages. But when you have a past client come back to you and say, hey, I need a sales page or hey, I need edits to um, this page on my website, you help with that and charge for it. That's definitely how I've kind of done um, sales pages and stuff in my own business. I don't like advertise that I do it, but I do work on those for past clients. So basically, don't overlook the people who have already paid you and consider that maybe they'd like to pay you again for something else or even the same thing um, if you just gave them the opportunity to do so. Um, I think this is seriously such a huge one that I actually need the reminder of myself as someone who has a shop and who also does services of like, don't overlook this. This is something um, the person who's already bought is ready to buy again. If you create something that they really want, um, they're there to work with you again. And if you're not sure what past clients would like from you. If you're like, oh, I really like this one, but like, I don't know what else I could offer. Ask some of them. Maybe you have a past client that you have a really good relationship with. Y'all chat on Instagram sometimes. Maybe ask like, hey, you know, I know I worked on copywriting for you for your website last year. Um, What other copywriting needs do you run into now that you've had your business for a year? You know, ask them something like that and see what comes up. So that is it, friends, four more ways to make money in your service business. And if you missed the episode before this one, scroll back to it a little bit, give that a listen to um, for four more ways. And if you want help with this sort of stuff, if you want to make more money, book more ideal clients, raise your prices, learn how to create great educational content like we were talking about, learning how to get on podcasts like I mentioned, all of this kind of stuff join Booked Out Designer. The doors are open right now and I would love to welcome you into our community and I know the other designers in there, um, some of them who are probably listening to me right now would also love to welcome you in. Um, the course is specifically for brand designers, web designers, stationary designers, and other types of designers like um, calligraphy or designers with digital shops. Um, it's for designers, right? That's what I'm saying here. And in it, I teach you how to build an in-demand design business on your terms, um, how to network to book clients, how to price your offers, how to run client projects from start to finish, Um, some stuff about like the legal and financial side of things like contracts, how to do sales calls is a huge part of the course. There's so much goodness. And in addition to the course, which is nine modules with over 90 lessons in it, um, I also have coaching with me um, every other month, coaching calls on group coaching calls on Zoom, and every other month in between um, group mindset coaching calls with a certified life coach. So you get the course and then you get this awesome um, support through coaching in the awesome Facebook community. It's seriously such a high value offer. Um, it makes me so excited even just thinking and talking about it, like how awesome everything students are getting is. Um, and so I want to read to you, I did this on the last episode, I'm going to do it again. These ones are a little shorter than what I read in the last episode, but I want to read you three things that some of our past students have said about the course. Then we'll give you a little more info and then we're going to close this one out. So this is from Tori. She said, Booked Out Designer has allowed me to confidently say I'm a website designer without hesitation anymore. 
I've always seen it as a hobby and side passion, but now I have the tools, processes, workflows, and essentially the full roadmap to make it a legitimate business. So if you feel like Tori, a feeling like your business is a hobby right now, a side thing, um, and you want to feel like it can be more full-time, Booked.Designer Designer is going to help with that. Um, Jenna says, Designer is like having a seasoned mentor holding your hand through every aspect of running a design business. And then Jackie says, Elizabeth has seriously thought of every angle of running a design business and it shows. I'm so grateful I found this course. It has been worth every penny. Um, so a few little thoughts from some past clients there. And you can read more on the info page about Booked Out Designer. I'm going to link to that in the show notes. And if you have questions about it, um, email me, message me on Instagram. I'd love to talk to you. And if you are listening, you're like, man, that sounds great, but I'm not a designer. Um, you do something else. You're a copywriter, photographer, coach, bookkeeper, um, whatever it is. I have stuff like Booked Out Designer coming for you this year, more courses, um, more ways I'm going to teach that are like diving beyond this podcast. Um, so stay tuned for that. And if that excites you, again, I said this on the last episode too, but if that excites you. I'd love to hear from you. DM me on Instagram and tell me that you're excited um, and you want more info about these courses coming. I'd love to chat with you about that. So that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed our doubling up episodes this week and then go check out book.designer if that interests you. And I'll be back next time with another fun topic to help you grow your business. All right. Bye guys. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today and for staying until the end. I appreciate you being here. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I want to invite you to check out my online course and coaching program for designers, Booked Out Designer. In this program, I teach you how to build a successful in-demand booked out business as a designer. You'll learn everything from the exact experience I take my clients through to things like figuring out your niche, mastering discovery calls, pricing your services for profit, creating contracts that will not call you legal troubles and my exact social media strategies to book clients. You even get to watch recordings of me in actual meetings with my actual clients so you can really learn through what you're seeing. We take things you're learning on this podcast and so many topics I never even cover on the show and deep dive into them. So in addition to the amazing course, the course is nine modules of teaching with over 90 lessons. You get group coaching calls with me and access to an exclusive Facebook community of designers just like you. And fun fact, this isn't one of those kind of Facebook groups where the founder never comments on posts or you never see them in there. You'll find me there all the time ready to help you out with any business questions you have. So to get info on the course and to see when the doors will be opening again, head to elizabethmccravey.com slash BOD short for booked out designer. I hope to be able to coach you and teach you inside of the course soon. And don't forget that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple podcasts or wherever you're listening so that you never miss an episode. And a great way to support the show is to leave a rating and review, share it with a friend, share it on social media. All of that will help get the word out. All right. I'll see you again next week.